Welcome to episode 32 of The Ball Run, the in-house podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. This content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. It's a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask the man nicknamed Ball Run about recent results and life on tour. Good morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks, James. You? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's a bit chilly. I can't believe we've got snow threatening in early April, but um, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like the four seasons at the moment. But uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll dive in. Uh, Only one place to start. It's obviously uh, your upcoming qualifier for the World Championships. Um, You'll face the winner of Chen Zivan uh, versus uh, who will play the winner of uh, Mitchell Mann and uh, Robbie McGuigan. Um, who play later on today, and and that match involving you will take place on the evening of Monday, April the twelfth. Uh, should you win that, you'll progress to a final qualifying ma- qualifying match with um, possibly Luca uh, Bristol, who is of course waiting for his own uh, chain of sort of qualifiers to see who who he'll uh, play. Um, it's qualifying again, mate. I, I, do you know I had a look yesterday as I was planning out the notes for the show, and I'm trying to remember last time you had to qualify for the Crucible. Do, you, do can you remember off the top of your head? I think it was about 10 years ago, 10, 11 reckon, years ago. I reckon it was, yeah, possibly that 2010. Um, yeah. I vaguely remember covering it on the on the Echo Desk at the time. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's back to it. So, I mean, yeah, kind of your thoughts about having to sort of go through it again? Um, it is what it is. Obviously, um, probably one of the players that was maybe probably worse off for the China events not being on due to the COVID. But... Um, Obviously, I couldn't defend what I'd done two years ago, obviously, out in China. So, um, and obviously, it cost me. I, I knew sort of all season that I was sort of low 20s and I needed to do something. And uh, I think the best I've done was a, a quarterfinal, a couple of quarterfinals in, in the ranking event. So, yeah. I need uh, at the end, I needed to, um, uh, obviously, the chance in the Pro Series, if I'd have won that, that would have got me to 16. So, um, it, obviously, I'm I'm back up to I was 22 before the pro series, so mm. I'm back up to 18, I think. So yeah. if if I can have a sort of if I can qualify and, and maybe we win a match, and that might push me back in the 16 for the start of next year. So mm. um, instead of being sort of disheartened on things, I've got to try and look forward and and try and get myself back in there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as you just articulated there, I mean, the need to qualify is, is down to the aggregation of the entire season. And, uh, of course, what a strange season has been. Um, but as you j- just said, the confirmation um, came with uh, you finished fifth in the, in the inaugural uh, Pro Series event. Uh, it left you 18th in the rankings. Um, now, you've, you've gone pretty far in this uh, Pro Series. Um, but so, you know, how did you sort of feel about it overall, uh, you know, when it was all done and dusted? Um, yeah, it's just sort of... Obviously, it's a, a bit of a strange format. Best of threes. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we're getting shorter um, in, in some tournaments. But um, I suppose you're playing seven games in a day. You can't do much more than best of threes. But uh, obviously, it's very similar to the Championship League. We play best of fives in that, but we only play six games. So, uh, yeah, I'm not... Hopefully not a big fan of the sort of round robin stages because, like I say, I lost my first two games in the final group and that was me sort of done. Yeah. Obviously, I was trying to win it to say get the reward of being in the sixteen. But so once I lost them first two, yeah. I was nigh on out. So all I could try and do was to sort of get as high as I can. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, um, uh, you know, flavour of the moment at the moment is a match which has inevitably caught people's attention this week was was uh, Stephen Hendry uh, versus Jimmy White. Uh, I'm sure any snooker fans know, but fully avoided that. It was seven-time world champion Hendry. Uh, beat, beat his old rival in the first round of, uh, of qualifying for the Crucible. Uh, Hendry playing just his second match since uh, coming out of retirement came through 6-3 in Sheffield. Um, did you did you watch this one, Stu? And did you enjoy seeing a couple of the, the games uh, all time great squaring off again? Yeah, I, I think any any snooker fan was watching it at one stage. Yeah. I, I think I turned it over, and I think the, one of the frames I did see was when uh, Jimmy made a sixty odd break, and then Stephen Hendry cleared up. So uh, mm. it was sort of a bit of vintage old, old snooker sort of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously seeing the. A few uh, reports on it weren't weren't a, a classico no. uh, as they, they used to play, but um, yeah, obviously Stephen Hendry's second uh, match back, he, he'd be a little bit rusty. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously Jimmy Mopery was was the big favourite going into the match, and he, he Mopery showed a bit of a um, sort of rustiness to get over the sort of. To, to play and uh, he, he may probably say he put a bit of pressure on himself and he sort of uh, he didn't play well on the night and it easy can happen um, obviously he, he beat me in I think it was Gibraltar um, he played obviously really well and, and it seems what you do when you get older you uh, can play well one day and not the, not the next yeah. so um, obviously Jimmy will be gutted I'm sure he'll be back practising and, and getting ready for obviously next season but a uh, good chance for Stephen Hendry to push on. Just on this one, I mean, Hendry White is, uh, you know, it's one that makes, uh, conjures up uh, memories and, and, and rivalry sort of thing. And there's been some great rivalries in the game. Is there, is there a couple of players, uh, you're taking yourself out of the loop, but is there a couple of, you know, historically snooker players rivalry that you think that was the, that, they were the best battles sort of thing? Um... um through the years, yeah, you may probably, it was, Obviously, one thing I can think of is the Hendry and the White. Yeah. Uh, maybe probably Ronnie and Higgins. Yeah. Um, sort of competing for the sort of best player in the world, really. Yeah. Um, maybe probably Davis and Jimmy mm. back in the day. Yeah. Um, maybe probably, and you've maybe probably got the likes of Judd and Kyron sort of. Yeah. Maybe probably coming up through the years. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's always going to be. The rivalry somewhere along the line with I, some people. I think that's one of the appeals of snooker, isn't it? There's so many, so many personalities, so many characters. There's so many subplots and stories, isn't it? It's like I, I think it's a, an open secret. Not you know, not everyone gets on with everyone, and you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's all just part of snooker, and what sort of makes it, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that people like, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. We, we say we're all obviously sportsmen. We're individuals, yeah. and um, yeah, we're all trying to. Obviously, win tournaments to uh, better our career and, and obviously support our home lives. So mm. um, you're always going to have uh, mixed opinions with with players on tour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, finally, before we go, <laughs> I thought we'd mention the um, help raise money for Mayor Push. Uh, it's been backed by World Snooker Tour and uh, saw uh, world number 29 Tom Ford run 100 uh, kilometres throughout March to raise money. Uh, this is for nine-year-old Mayor. It's a very uh, rare form of epilepsy which causes uh, constant seizure activity. 
Um, now, I'll leave a link there as to how people can, can get involved on the show notes. Um, but just, I guess, from your point of view, Stuart, I saw you tweeted the other day a, a worthy cause and, and one you'd encourage people to, to take a look at, yeah? Yeah, and any any sort of player that that sort of um, says they're going to run 100k yeah. to help... Uh, <laughs> when are you doing yours, anyway? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually trying to start a little bit of running, right. um, uh, just to try and build my fitness up, trying to get my stamina level up, but... Uh, yeah. 100k in, in a month it's uh saying like two miles a day so right. hats off to tom ford he, he said he, he never run before mm-hmm. so uh to do that it's unbelievable and uh it just shows you the generosity of the players out there mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm unbelievable for tom and and good for the charity absolutely well said mate Stu, that's great thank you very much for your time and of course good luck for monday lovely thanks james cheers mm-hmm.